Live at Broadfest, uh, on the show we have uh, my dear friend, uh, Mr. Rick Monroe. He's a uh, country artist, Nashville touring guy. Uh, good to have you here, Rick. Good to be here. How are you guys doing? Good, doing good. good. Awesome. Doing good. Thank you. Uh, so tell us a little here. bit about what you do and what you have going on. Well, I'm a Virgo. I, <laughs> I was born in Florida. I enjoy really slow walks on the beach. How about along a pond? Yes. Hey, well, we are along a pond, so I guess I could do that. Only like at sunset. Walk. We got it. You want to walk the pond later with oh. him? Uh, yes. He's usually on you know why? Because, because, because we got the rings going right here, yeah, so I'm yeah, feeling yeah. good about Ring this. Ring Brothers. We'll go. Yes. What color socks do you wear? Hey, um, if you guys held it right now, yeah. believe it or not, I think I actually I have once. You I got have monster, monster socks, socks on. <laughs> 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 so, so if you guys held COVID. hands with yeah. your rings, would they get they would, locked? They would do this. Yeah, yeah just like a little lock. Clingy, you would hear clingy. us jingling as we came along. Jingle, and, jingle. Yeah. The, the cowboys that jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> Without a doubt. That's, That's what love funny. sounds like. Yep. <laughs> What's that? Yep. That's the sound of love. That's right. Romantic walk along the retention pond. We call it broke back brought. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> See, already we're going downhill. It's only going to get worse. Yeah, Angela, do you have a couple things you want to ask this young man? Well, I do. <laughs> right, no, actually, I am from Florida. I live in Nashville. I play, like, I guess, country rock. Oh, bless you. Um, what, uh, what kind of music did you say? Country? It's a little bit country, country, country rock. rock. It's, a little bit, it's um, kind of in the middle. Well, yeah. I heard I heard or read um, a little bit, and it was the blue jean country rock. Well, yeah. I like that. Well, because I kind of think a lot of stuff comes and goes, you know, fashion and everything, trends happen. Yeah. And blue jeans always seem to be the kind of thing that's a staple. So I want to try to create music that no matter what happens trend-wise, it's still going to have some validity. Because there's some songs that are 50 years old that still sound relevant now. Yeah. And there's some songs that were done two years ago that don't sound relevant because right. of the production. So yeah. you try to create something that's will last. that will last, that's not so trend-heavy, but just blue jean. Which, that's why you wouldn't do, like, say, corduroy like corduroy country because well, like the wicka 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 like well, I'm not going to say no to corduroy yeah. especially <laughs> if it's a really tight corduroy like like a like a like a back. like a Can lavender we bring back corduroy Actually, Can I get a lavender corduroy you, I've seen some people wearing corduroy pants like within the last like, like six yeah. months well between <laughs> between rings clanking and corduroy man you guys could have <laughs> quite a sound yeah. Yeah. we could just walk around on stage with microphones on our pants this is I'm feeling this it's palpable the sexuality is palpable to look good in a, a corduroy hat. Yes. Uh, you should have a corduroy jacket with the like the leather elbow pad. I yeah. like that. Those I don't nice. know at what like point they are comfortable. I don't know at what like point they're going to enter the like camera. Yeah, there's going to be a math teacher. Yeah, there's there's gonna like be a math the, teacher. The Budweiser Clydesdales are about to go through the camera. There'd be such creepy math teachers. Anybody else picking up on that? The Budweiser ponies are about to go through the background. Us four would be the worst math teachers ever. If we had a cameraman right now, it'd be a great opportunity for him to catch the rip. Why don't you zoom in on that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, our well, director has stepped away. Be, I'm hoping that uh, hey, we go into the. We got the Clydesdales behind us. If yeah, you want to catch those, pretty quick. awesome moment. Just missing it. So I'm just over there sipping water. They're very That's nice. Uh, once so, again, we are here at the world's largest Bratfest in Madison, Wisconsin, with our guest Rick Monroe, and those are the Budweiser Clydesdales behind that was cool. us. It uh, is not pretty to be uh, confused with uh, the other with Budweiser the <laughs> ponies. Yeah. yeah, the Bushlight ponies, or, or the, the, or the, or the Bud <laughs> Keystone has some like, uh, like Keystone <laughs> has some dogs. They have like like yeah. little like little mini Chihuahuas. Yeah. I think. Oh, Keystone's I love the Chihuahuas. It. <laughs> the Bud Light Cat Team. I would. Pay like money to see a team of cats get yeah. stuff. Just yeah. cats all tied together. Stuff. They would like, pull a re, like a, a red flyer, like oh, wagon, like a little red wagon. No, they would just lay down. So you guys have seen my other my 
other website than cat harnesses. <laughs> cat harnesses. Yeah. 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 Does that cat have a link to banana farm? Bananafarm.org and catharness.com. Oh my God! So, so all right, yeah. but, uh, back, back. What do you got? Album gonna, though, I want to. Yeah, the album. Let's talk about music, Rick. Uh, uh, the what? new record that's out right now, "Smoke Out the Window," and we did it. A lot of stuff in Nashville. When you go to record, you end up hiring all the all the basic session cats. It's all the same guys, and they're great. But I think what ends up happening is you end up getting a pretty stale, sterile sound because you're doing the same thing everybody else is. Sure. But we actually, I used the guys from my band. We went in and we cut it, the stuff that we've been playing live, and just try to cut it as live as possible. So I mean, we didn't. We didn't overthink certain things. We just were going more for feel groove and the emotion of it. And it's, it's raw, but I, I think it's still kind of, it still fits. It's still relevant enough to be now, but it's not so, you know, it's not super pop. It is what it is. It's very similar to what I did in my first album, which is I hired a bunch of musicians that didn't know how to play. Yeah. So it gave it a really, really fresh <laughs> sound. That's a very fresh no sound. no one knew how to play their instrument. Dude's looking at this going, what is this called again? <laughs> Michael carries that tradition to this day. Yeah. <laughs> what an is inability this again? to play an instrument. That's a bass. That's a bass guitar. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. you know, I, I think well, that's I, I think that's really important though too. And I literally I had a bass guitar. <laughs> yeah. That guy did have a bass guitar. Yeah, yeah. he did. Literally. It was a bass bass. A bass bass. Yeah. But uh, no, but w- back to what you're saying with making it raw and kind of just going for it. You know, I hear so many of my musician friends that talk about this album that they did was so overproduced, like that it lost all of the Feel. the rawness that right. you get from a live performance. Um, but you don't always want to have a live you know, actual uh, hear the audience live recording sure. on your album, uh, but to do that, you know, like you say, everybody just jam out and do it up versus breaking down every single string and note. And well, and live it, on it the floor re- is always a useful tool well, if you're looking for. That. And, it, and it used to be the one cool thing was back in the day, bands would all get together and they'd sit in a room and there, or they'd be within rooms where they could see each sure. other and play and actually play the song, and then they'd basically take the best take of that and then build on it. Is what we did. But a lot of the times we would go in, I'd be in one room and they would be in another room and everything was done separated enough that some takes are like that take. That's the take. And all we did was add some backup vocals and stuff, yeah. which nice. is pretty cool that it worked out. Absolutely. That way. No, and that and that goes back to your blue jean style of, yeah. you know, real real music, Organic. not overly yeah. produced. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's amazing. I've done it too where I've, we produced a bunch of stuff and we chased radio for a little while. And it just it's not really my thing and you know, and I'm I'm not going to dog, you know, new country, but it is pretty funny. I just played out at Stagecoach, and literally as I'm watching it, I started thinking, well, basically they took, like, a boy band, like, One Direction, and just separated them and put them in front of a bunch of country bands. Yeah. Literally, every band that came up, it was, like, another, like, boy band singer playing yeah. sort so of country. Uh, and, there's less, a, and there's a place a for that. There's a market for it. And Absolutely. People, yeah, there was, what, 75,000 people there. Yeah. So obviously, you're doing, doing something right. So you would right. say less organic and more vegan because it has no meat. It's <laughs> not even vegan, man. I don't know if, it's, there's, a, if there's like a new synthetic, synth, synth, synthetic yeah. diet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I personally like to eat plastic. <laughs> That's my new thing. I'm, I'm a synthetic. So margarine. It's kind of like a margarine. I'm a big fan of eating paper straws. <laughs> yeah. the, new ones. the vegans are going to hate you for eating the straws, but everybody else will be fine. Yeah. Well, the California well, you go to jail. <laughs> yeah, well, straws They're are illegal. a big deal. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, my question is, yeah, with the paper straws, can you do the roll up and snap the finger pop thing? I don't know. I don't we have to find so. that out. I don't think I, so. You can do it with the metal things, but uh, yeah. you got to do some like finger push-ups yeah. before you break the metal. Yeah. <laughs> or your finger. Yeah. So. T- you just say that's so stupid, Michael. You're like, you're like what is a finger push-up? I'm, I'm just trying to change the subject. Why? <laughs> Why? Finger push-ups are, are like very a important. Hot button issue. Oh. Yeah. Well, I you're right. You're right. It's being relevant. Yeah. That becomes. Yes. Want, what did you want to hear, Angela? Well, I wanted to hear or ask if you've played 
for anybody that would be any big like anybody in Russia? Do you ever play? Craziest Russia? thing I ever, ever did is actually I did. I was doing Voice of America, and the lady after I did the show goes, "Hey, would you want to do a private concert for Mikhail Gorbachev?" Really? And I was like, oh. "Sure." She says, "Yeah, he's coming into the country. We're doing a big thing. There's a fundraiser. You're going to go up and down the Potomac on the USS Sequoia, which used to be the old presidential yacht." And um, yeah, Mikhail Gorbachev's going to be there with like 50 people, all wow. high end fundraisers. Wow! So there I was. I'm sitting on a boat doing vodka shots with Gorbachev. Yeah, nice. You know? Just, it was the most Did you touch the spot? I kept staring at it. <laughs> Did you? No, I swear to God. How could you not? Yeah, well, thank you for knowing about this spot. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you tell yourself not to look at it, but it's like, mole, 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 mole. And the whole time, you're, and you can't help yourself. You're just like, and I got a picture of me, and I'm like shaking his hand like. <laughs> and I tried so hard not yeah. to, but I mean, you can't help yourself, you can't. man. No, but no, he's a, he's a nice, and then I, because of that, he invited me to come, and I got to play Russia for like a month. I toured, and I raised oh money. For his orphanages, um, oh, for the cool. Frank Foundation, because so cool. Yeltsin's wife and his wife put together a big foundation for um, orphans and for adoption, and so yeah, I spent a month touring the whole country, raising money and playing concerts for them. Wow, that is so, really cool. That was pretty cool. No, the only politicians or any sort of interaction I've ever had on a musical level is once uh, Anthony Weiner sent me a text, but it was, oh. a, it, was a, it was not a good text. Well, because you do have the Wiener Fest, <laughs> Anthony Wiener's like I, I know he, I know Michael Alexander is the Wiener Man. Yeah. He's going to appreciate. It was this. a whole thing, and not to get political, but that guy, you don't want a text from him, not even a no. musical text. Another one that was really I mean. weird is I actually got to go to Vietnam too. Oh wow! And do um the first time I ever sang the national anthem was um Pete Peterson and John McCain were signing the um the official trade agreement for the U.S. Oh, wow. Pete Peterson's amazing. I'll try to make this quick. He was a POW with John McCain for about eight years. When he got out, he ended up coming back to America. Then he started um, contacting his captors, ended up marrying a Vietnamese woman, going back as the ambassador, and has dinner with his captors now. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And he's the one who, like, spearheaded the whole um, naturalization of relationships. and so, so I got to do, the first time I ever did the national anthem was in Hanoi, in front of like McCain, Pete Peterson, and all these people, oh, and like yeah. a bunch of people, that was weird. That's, that's impressive. That's I, I, I wouldn't even have dinner with an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Stranger than fiction. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bizarre, and that, that freaked me. Out. That, that's my first time doing it too. Yeah. So I figure since I've done that, yeah, you know, you, you, yeah, Florida Gator games still scare me, but other than that, I'm cool. <laughs> you can coast. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, a, not even pretty. That's yeah. a very so amazing. My, my brother yeah. calls me Elvis Gump because I, I stumble <laughs> into the craziest crap. I like it. You know, so Michael, Elvis. are you going to be introducing Rick when he goes up on stage, or am I? Because I, I might throw in Elvis Gump if, yeah. if I'm doing it. Well, we're doing a soft intro because we actually have an intro tape. So okay, yeah, it makes it easier. So Rick will be uh, doing direct support for Randy Hauser. Yes, oh, and you've uh, actually that brings up another point. You were uh, the ambassador for Jägermeister. Yes, I was. Oh, wow. You did two tours with Randy Hauser in the it's, past. Sounds like I'm in the middle. I didn't. We did two tours out on the road. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, we did the first tour. We did was um. My, um it was Randy Hauser, Pat Green, and myself, and we did yeah. a Jaeger tour. And then Randy and I did a club tour together. It was just Randy and I did like about a thirty-day Jaeger tour. Wow! Yeah. So you know the the ones with Pat Green was bigger, and this was his that was his first tour ever. And I actually was on his bus. Poor dude shows up. He's like, "So you're on my bus?" I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> For the next like two months. <laughs> You were I'm on Rick. Randy's bus. Yeah, with him. yeah I'm like I'm Rick. Oh, you don't know me. Funny. Oh my gosh, so, that's yeah. really funny. So was, how often do you end up um, touring? I mean, we're pretty much on the road all the time. Are you? Like, awesome. it, you know, we pretty much, between Thursday and Sunday, every week we're out oh, wow. playing as much as we can. Very cool. And know. then is it all over the country? Yeah. I mean, like, I was just in New York yesterday. I'll be in Tulsa tomorrow. Oh, very nice. And some of it, some I do solo, some of it I do. Like, um, the cool thing is um, this weekend, or 
Sunday and Monday, I'm doing Folds of Honor. I'm doing their uh, big Patriots uh, golf tournament. Very cool. So that's, you know, if you don't know who Folds of Honor is, Folds of Honor is an amazing organization that um, for fallen um, heroes, like they take care of their kids' scholarships and and, and also their their wives or husbands or whatever. So they do a bunch of that. That is really cool. Very cool. And you've gone on tour with Michael. Michael and I have done some stupid stuff. I mean, fun stuff. I mean, we've done some. It's uh, fun. We've done a lot of shows together. We have an acoustic thing that we do together. Uh, It's a solo acoustic duo. Yeah. We have the posters to prove Sounds it. romantic. Crowbar. Yeah. Crowbar Incorporated. It makes absolutely no sense. But honestly, I think we both have stolen so much from that and put it into our own shows We now. have. I think it's made, <laughs> I made it made us both better performers, for sure. You know, when you're playing... Uh, that drunk, it yeah. makes it... I mean, when you're playing... I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I the first to... ones, we... It was associated with Jaeger, and yeah. uh, you know yeah. every time uh, somebody would buy a Jaeger shot, we give them a free shirt or yeah. a, oh, cool. you know or a free whatever. Mm-hmm. Since I had bundles of Jaeger yes. stuff, it was terrible. And so eventually, they get tired of drinking the Jaeger, but they still want the stuff. So yeah. then they give us the shots. Oh, Jesus. And then we would uh, do this little thing where we would pretend, because you get bored, you know, when you're out on the road. We pretend it was one of the people's birthday. And I'd be like, hey, everybody, it's Rick's birthday. Buy him a shot. And then, uh, you know, he would play until he couldn't see. And then, you know, well, next the, night it would be my turn. And, and then was, when I uh, saw you guys. You know, you babysit each other. Yeah. 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 You had well, your hair over your face and your glasses on like Cousin It. So that's his thing. So there was a lot yeah. of uh, Jaeger. Yeah, there was a, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, that's. I remember one time I left to go to the bathroom. When I came back, he was passed out and people were playing his guitar. That's, that's about the worst one ever. I just remember I, I go you to the bathroom. You guys are going to, you know, I'm you'll hear a lot of stories I come back, on the road. And, and, and there he is, like, oh laid back. And I'll just back. see, like, no, two guys, out. like, playing his guitar. I'm like, what the? I'm like, no, no. Oh, I knew. I'm like, wake up. What so, are you doing? So I just, I just grabbed his guitar and I just played the rest of the night. And then he, and then he trashed the hotel. back, you did trash yeah. the hotel. And then he trashed the hotel. Oh, and uh, we were in Illinois, and I've never been a hotel trasher guy, but I that was did one that of the night. times that did I didn't. Next morning, he's like, what happened? <laughs> like, you. Didn't you, you tell me that I kept going for the TV, yeah. and you kept yeah. telling me we uh. don't throw TVs out windows. And <laughs> Not on our budget. I woke, up, on our I woke up to, like, it was disaster, and he was so grumpy with me. Oh, I wonder and why. The, the, <laughs> like, how you were grumpy this morning when with I got here? With you. Yeah, I was grumpy with you. See, because now I'm, I'm trying to have learned from my mistakes, you know. But that hotel room. It looked like a bomb went I didn't off. even ask where it was. Even, like, the plastic Kleenex holder was in, like, a yeah. thousand pieces. Like, oh every part God. of the hotel that could be broken. And he looked at me, and he was just like, well, it's going to be a long day for you, isn't it? Because yeah, we had, like, a show, like, like I knew he was gonna three hurt. hours later. Oh, my God. And so, like, not only did I feel terrible because he was mad at me, I had to play, you know, like, a three-hour show or something. Afternoon, you know, so you got, like, the Bloody Marys, and you're just sitting there, and you're like... I can't sing, and I feel super embarrassed, and one of my best friends hates me. I just want to go home, and we still have a really long drive. And that song he still plays today. That's like one of his favorite ones. Honestly, the best story, though, between Michael and I is um, the craziest thing. We were driving, and it was in the winter. Oh, I think And we were on to a, down to a place, to Durand. And the, the promote the guy was doing it, promoted it really well, been really pushing the show. So we're like, we're excited about it. We're driving along, and he and I were having this long discussion about religion, as weird as that is. Yep. And Michael looks at me, and he goes, man, maybe we'll finish this over a beer. And then what happens? So then we come up over this embankment. We're uh, uh, back on a country road, and we come up over this embankment, and it, it's just the snow has blown completely over the road. Oh, I hate that. And we hit the snow. 
and there's and I just slowly turn it, and there's nothing you can do, and the truck just starts to float, oh. and we're headed right towards a big old oak tree. And Rick looks at me deadpan, and he goes, "Or maybe not." And everything just goes into slow motion, like yeah. his comic book. I'm like, yeah. "Man, we should we should finish this over some beers." Well, because we're headed we, right for a giant we start oak tree. towards an oak tree, and <laughs> I look at him go, not. and so I turn maybe it just not. a little bit, and then we. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, look yeah. at me, like what yeah. did you just and say?" So I turn the wheel just a bit. And then um, I think I'm going to level it out, and there's this big truck coming at us. And the truck's coming at us, and I just miss the truck. Then we start to go to the other side of the road, and we're about to go off that side. Oh my God. Then I correct, and we it just it's, there's no way to control the vehicle. And maybe we, if you didn't have such a small steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> maybe if I had a bigger <laughs> steering wheel. <laughs> Come on, hey, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? It's a cultural thing. That was his Vato steering <laughs> wheel with the little, with the little <laughs> the chains. Don't Born let me on, in man. the Easter <laughs> I see you got the Danny Trejo hat. Yes, so, I do. I mean, <laughs> Danny Trejo <laughs> definitely owns this steering wheel on his so we turn left, okay? Bigger steering wheel. Here we go. Is that better, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan's a car guy. Everybody size. knows it. Turn left. We hit if the he's ditch. A Bronco, would be like yes. a big one. <laughs> we hit the ditch, and the truck just starts going. Oh, my God. And uh, we hit, uh, we finally going. stop, and uh, we're rolling, and uh, we're on we the come side. to a stop, and we're on a side, and my side Jesus. is crushed. My whole side is just crushed in, and I'm looking down at him, and I'm hanging in my seatbelt in the air, oh my God. and uh, I think he's. I think he's dead. Oh, my you God. Know, that's my first thought. Yeah. And uh, I'm hanging there in the air, and I look down, me being me. Hey, Monroe. Oh, my right? God. I, mean, I can't. Hey, Monroe, you all right? And he looks up at me and goes, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and we, and it, this uh, German lady shows Literally, up. Literally, here's, here's how crazy this was, too. So, th- you know, the sun is just going down. We go off the road. The truck that we almost hit was a tow truck. One. Then the other woman who was on the road happened to be an EMT oh on her way in to work as an EMT yeah. who lived around the corner. So wow. she's like right over us going, hey, um, you guys need some help? So we towed the thing back to her house. Now we're sitting there going, well, what do we got to do? Like, you know, we, she's checked us out. Wow. And then we're like, well, we call the bar. We're like, hey, we tell him what happened. He's like, look, man, there's so many people here. You need to come at least say hi to everybody. So we're like, hey, um, we don't think we're going to do that. And finally, we're like, look, a good story is... We survived and went to the bar. I said a great story is we survived and went and played the show. Yeah. So we call my brother. He's an EMT. He's in his pajamas uh, back home in Madison or something, and we're, you know, probably an hour away from him. He shows up in the snowstorm, and he uh, gets there, and he's like, okay, we go to the hospital. We're like, no. We're going to the show. He's like, we're going to the show. And he goes, what? Yeah. I said, we're going to the show. So we went and we played the show. Yeah. Uh, you guys are stupid. <laughs> we got to cut it short. Yeah, we got to cut it short. We'll have Rick on again. Yeah, uh, ladies sure. and gentlemen, uh, once again, pure pure entertainment. First day of my new mouth yeah. uh, with Angela DeSalvo, Michael Alexander, Rick Monroe Thank is you. our guest. Thank you so much for uh, on. As always, Sean Shell, the Hill person, Thanks Ryan Fielding of Paragon Customs. Thank you guys so much. Rick, thank you for having me. Thank you. Have a great show. Look forward to it. Have a great show. Strange, but it's good and sweet.
I've held in more than I've held in here. 